0: Thank you for joining us. It's Neighbors in Need and uh, Scott Sposano is with me today. Hello! Hi, I'm really happy
1: because uh, we're going to have some fun with this one.
0: Yes, we are all walking together for Willow and Jamie Saunders is in from Willow and Willow, you are probably more familiar with the name Alternatives for Battered Women, right Jamie? That's and what right. was it, two years ago you switched it? Two years ago we changed our name. Uh, we're very proud of
2: Alternatives for Battered Women uh, which was at the forefront of this issue in the 1970s Uh, but here we are and uh, no longer reflected what we do Uh, very few were actually responded to the term battered Mm. Uh, and uh, there's also
0: various forms of abuse uh, and we serve more than women did that do you feel just the name alternatives for battered women did it just encourage that stigma the incorrect stigma that we some of us still have Absolutely. So I've been
2: at Willow now about five years. And uh, during my first week, I was actually at our court program in the Hall of Justice. And when I was in there, there was a woman who was waiting to file for an order of protection. And she was very visibly beaten. You would look and say this woman had endured some of the worst of the worst. And when I was sitting with her, we were talking and she had been going on for years but she didn't realize or recognize herself as being battered. And she actually said to me, this is pretty haunting. She said, I didn't know I was battered enough to come for services. Oh, wow. wow! And so right there, we knew we had to change the name, let alone, I've mm. also had male survivors who, one uh, gentleman whose wife was very physically abusive and he wouldn't hit back. It was just not something he would not do, supposed to. not supposed to. And so he did not. And he said, your name humiliates me. And it was such an in- unintended barrier Uh, for us. And so we had incredible people in this community who stepped up. Uh, We took a very long time uh, and we came up with willow uh, because will I don't know if you know a lot about willow trees, uh, but willows are very flexible. They bend, but don't break. Mm. And a single branch from a willow tree can fall and an entirely new tree can grow. So we went more for symbolism for the strength of our survivors and their resiliency. Uh, Yeah.
1: Jeannie. Okay. So, so under this canopy of, of willow, the Protective Canopy of Willow, what are some of the services that you guys actually offer to men, women, teens, anyone who is, experiencing some form of domestic violence
2: well, first protective canopy of willow i've never heard and that was fantastic oh, cool. i'm going to use that here forward please
1: do please do <laughs> please
0: do,
2: <laughs> oh, you're please such a muse well, i love it, it, it. i, I picture the, the, exactly. yeah, exactly. the willow tree like hugging
1: oh, you like I love like this so it. I it's, it's like, love like it. all around it's it's bending this way it's, it's bending exactly way. right i'm yeah. writing it down okay
2: uh so uh we have a our a 24-hour hotline which is 222 safe safe uh, mm-hmm. we respond to more than 5,000 calls a year for help that can range from uh, I don't know what I have was a relationship to the 10-year-old boy in a closet, doesn't know what to do because of his parents, uh, to uh, wow. a neighbor who says, I'm hearing this, what should I do? Oh, um, So that's our, our hotline. We're mostly known for our shelter, which uh, serves... 500 people a year, uh, which is our 49-bed emergency shelter. And we just moved into a beautiful new building, Mm. an $8 million project this community rallied for, Mm -hmm. uh, individualized bedrooms with little kitchenettes. It's more like a hotel because we want families to feel safe Mm -hmm. and respected and have dignity and and their own bathrooms, which is very big. Uh, But most of our clients come through our counseling center, which is one-on-one counseling and support. And we have eight support groups a week. So those are community members, and I must say, you know, half of our clients come from the suburbs and half are from the city. Mm -hmm. So to remove that stigma that this is just in certain neighborhood or just for certain individuals, we need to debunk it. It is in all forms of relationships that you can think
0: of, including our kids. And I when you it. join the walk, and you guys have been doing this walk for uh, quite this, some time this is now. our
2: 10th anniversary.
0: Wow, walk, a, walk mile a mile in my yeah. shoes, <laughs> and it's going to be at the beach, Ontario yes. Beach Park. Um, yeah. When you show up, and I encourage you to, and Scotty and I will be there, oh, and, yeah. and Chris Kanye will be there as well, walking in our shoes. A lot of guys show up in heels. You don't have to, but something fun. Um, and we bond together just. Right there, who shows up is a, is a great example of who this affects and impacts. It is everybody. It's I mean, men, yeah. women, you're right, suburbs, the city, everybody. Little kids who, my yeah. God, it still breaks my heart, that little girl who was there last year, and she had a shirt with her mom's face on it. Mm-hmm. I walk for my mom, who is... Yes no longer with us today because she oh, fell dear. victim yeah. of, she died. No, we love the That's team.
2: Day. We love you, Sarah and Sarah. Uh, who's that little girl's yeah. mom oh, okay. um, was um, murdered by, by the dad, by the wow. husband uh, when she was going back to her house to clear out her belongings, to leave him. And that is when uh, the greatest risk is because mm-hmm. that abuser is losing their power and control.
1: And some of the things that you guys offer is that, that, um, protection to get out the safest way to get out the, yeah. the, uh,
2: the orders of protection. Mm-hmm, yep. At yeah. the court, which again, is an effective tool that we have in our, our our law system, our legal system. Uh, but the abuser, if they don't pay attention to laws, and they don't pay attention to rules, which there is a segment that do not, uh-huh. uh, that it can feel like a piece of paper. So we work around safety planning with the individual. Mm-hmm. How can we best support you? How can we make a plan? That could include uh, a variety of changing up your patterns. If you always shop at this Wegmans, shop at the different one, you know, all the mm-hmm. different ways that we can help support uh, as well as with the child. So uh, that team, we love you, Sarah is the largest team. Her family comes oh, really? out and that's important when we think yeah. about uh, a victim or uh, who of domestic violence, it's not just that one person, right? So let's think yeah. of that little girl. She does have that shirt of the picture of her mom on it and it says, I miss my mommy on the back. It always gets me every year. Oh. And you think about what's her future look like. And, and she was there when that happened. And what does her life look like as she grows? And we know that this is learned behavior, that mm-hmm. abuse. And that's, you know, right now I've got 34 kids in our shelter. And I'm thinking those kids have a higher chance, science tells me, a higher chance of either being a victim or a perpetrator when they grow up. Mm-hmm. So how do we as a community rally around them and support them? How do we
1: break the cycle? How do we what? break yeah. it? Yeah. What
0: are there steps to implement things in schools because i feel like sometimes the behavior of these kids it screams there's something wrong at home you know kids don't wake up in the morning and be like how can i torture my friend today so when you see this behavior at school is there any way that the school can intervene or how should you intervene when you see the signs are right there that something unhealthy is happening great question we all have to be more upstream and really we talk about
2: you know our first responders and our frontline, it really is the teachers, the neighbors, the pediatricians. It's where the individuals spend their lives and can mm. feel like they can mm-hmm. let down or to share their information and, and be there. Willow is in every single school district uh, we're on site, uh, but it's maybe once or twice a year, but at least it's a start. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, prevention is the d- grossly underfunded, right? Yeah. Uh, but trying to work both with the school administrators. How do you recognize the signs? How do you ask the questions when nobody wants to talk about it? There's such stigma, let alone to say that something bad is happening in my house.
1: And, and what if to, I
2: say it? Where do you go?
1: I hate to say, but also that that really that should be part of their... I mean, to be expected to be to recognize those signs. I mean, we we let our kids go to these schools every single day for 12 years. You know, that is a very big part of their responsibility. I know it mm -hmm. starts at home, but Mm -hmm. we've got to have that support.
0: If a teacher came up to me, let's say there's something unhealthy happening behind closed doors with my husband. And a teacher approached me, your son, I can see signs that there's something unhealthy. I won't admit that in fear of being ashamed and right. in fear of what my husband's gonna do once he finds out the school's intervening.
2: Exactly right, so the judgment can either, it's the fight or flight, right? We all mm-hmm. have it, you mm-hmm. know, in terms of any reaction. So even just coming to say your kid, I think something's going on with your kid, you get right into that mode of mm-hmm. either defensiveness or fear or any of yeah. those pieces. So, so, so how do
0: we approach a situation yeah. when we kind of, you know, we're on the outside trying to help?
2: We are, and that's the same as to help a friend, which is the hardest part and, uh, I would imagine since you're very successful people, you're very, you know, type A like me, and you just want to solve and help and fix. Mm-hmm. Uh, and actually in this, and when you're working with someone who's suffering from domestic violence, the, the worst thing we can do is say you need to leave or you need to take control uh, and But give that's them. a natural tendency though, It's a natural it? one, so it's so hard. The most powerful thing we can say when we're alone with the person, not in front to mm-hmm. embarrass or to harm, is just okay. to say, I'm concerned about you and I'm here if you ever need anything. And another thing to say can be, uh, what do you need to be safe right now? And just supporting and you put it in their court. So okay. you can imagine you're in this power and control relationship where my uh, you know, partner is telling me what to do, telling me who I can be friends with, controls my money, threatens to hurt me or physically harms me. Mm-hmm. Then have the people my support network also tell me what to do, uh, makes me feel powerless. Uh, wow. Makes yeah. me feel powerless. It just encourages So how the, okay. do we lift them up? How do we let them know they are the experts and the, the the million dollar question: Why doesn't she leave or he leave? There are so many reasons why they don't, and it's not just the four letter word of love. There could be children, there mm-hmm. could be finances. There's the unknown, right? Mm-hmm. So all of those pieces are complex.
1: Now uh, the the walk is coming up on October fourteenth, right? About nine o'clock. Ten o'clock walk.
2: Yeah, we start at ten. So anytime around nine through ten is just a lot of. This good is this people is together. what you've
1: been hearing is why we need to raise money and get. I mean, if you can only go to schools once or twice a year, then we need to get some more funding to you me so you too. can do it four to six times a year. Sounds so you can good get into do, do the health classes and and get in front of the kids. That sounds yeah. good to me. Um, so, but the fun part is if you go to the, your website, it's willowcenterny.org. dot org. Yeah. Um, then you could sign up, you could start a team, you can get all your friends or all your coworkers together and, you know, get a team together and come out to the walk. I mean, it's one mile.
2: It's one mile. You can wear goofy shoes, high heels, and sports teams. We love having, we have more high school teams coming out this year and college, you know, to your point, Sandy, to talk about it early and often about healthy relationships so we want to stop these the abuse we can have healthy relationships we can have unhealthy we're talking about danger so how do we know when there's a dangerous relationship and the walk is our fun event it is family friendly Mm -hmm. Uh, i bring my kids i've been bringing them since they were little Mm -hmm. and uh, it's just a, a great time and it's very uplifting they love to see the police chiefs there and the fire chiefs in these goofy heels. Fire Chief McFadden uh, from Brighton created—he wore his entire gear, a firefighting gear, which is like a hundred pounds. Yeah, um, and he created these wedge heels, like actually with wood in his wood shop, wood heels on his fire <laughs> fireman boots. Oh, so people get really creative and fun. It's
1: definitely um, a Kodak photo opportunity. It right was. Yeah. He
2: was. But the but the goal and and um, through laughter and through fun. Uh, to really show survivors, we support you, we stand with you, and you're they're not there. Alone. And it is mm-hmm. very emotional for them to see all of us there for them.
1: Okay, um, I know your number that you can call the 222 two, two safe number. Yes. If you see domestic violence, mm-hmm. see domestic violence that you just see it, you're like, I don't know these people, but there's something going on. Is this something also?
2: So uh, that's always the question, right? The bystander. So if you're uh, on the street and it's a stranger and there's a a fight or an argument, there's nothing that's stopping you from calling 911 to provide some support. Uh, It is always a risk to intervene into a physical altercation because we don't know, especially Mm -hmm. in this day and age and climate, of what's happening. We talk about a lot, particularly on college campuses, about not being a bystander, but being an upstander when you're with other college students and you might see that someone uh, you know, ha- is not even able to make their own decisions after being at a party mm-hmm. and that you stand up and, and be an upstander both to your friend as well as to maybe the stranger oh. that they might be taking home. Mm-hmm. So you wanna make sure uh, that we are recognizing behavior. Upstander is also to uh, intervene when there's a joke that's really not appropriate. And that can seem like a stick in the mud, but when we allow this ha- to happen, at work, at the water cooler, I will guarantee survivors are listening to you. So if you are a survivor yourself or you're hearing it uh, and we allow the jokes to happen, a lot was happening on the NFL, a lot was happening Mm -hmm. on TV or a movie Mm -hmm. or I get the amazing, I'm in the job I'm in and people will still feel appropriate to tell me a joke um, about battered women. And it's just not okay. And I'll just say, you know, I realize you don't, you're not aware of this, Mm -hmm. but that joke, made me think of this woman who I just saw this morning with her black eye. Yeah. Yeah. Like it's uh, real. Yeah. So yeah. an upstander behavior is really, you know, really cutting that type of behavior off because the more we joke about it, the the less survivors feel that they're able to seek safety and who wants that? All right. Who wants to make that yeah. happen? To
1: bring the whole domestic violence, uh, awareness higher. That's why you are here. That's why Willow mm-hmm. is here and former alternatives for better women, as you said. Yep. and, One way we're doing it is we're going to get out and do that walk a mile. Um, Those heels that you brought today are scaring me. Those are yours. (laughs) Those are leopard print. What size are they? Look, leather print, patent leather. What size? It
0: must be at least three inch heels four
2: inch heels I don't know Sandy what do you four or five I got
1: ten and a half so you look they like they're 15
0: so, so if you want to see Scott Spizzano in those heels that we have here in the studio uh, support the cause support domestic violence it is domestic violence awareness month so all month long and carry it over um, just be aware start the conversation uh, have your kids listen to this this episode so they can kind of recognize, you know, what is a healthy relationship, not healthy relationship. A lot of great information on your website as well. Um, and the website again, and then just the details about the walk one more time, the time, place. Right. So uh, on our website,
2: we do have tools of how to start a conversation with your teen or under or your colleague or friends or mm-hmm. what to do. So that's willowcenterny.org. That's also where you can sign up for the Walk a Mile in My Shoes event, which is uh, Saturday, October 14th.
1: Individuals Tendonate. and teams? Individuals
2: and teams. Mm-hmm. And you can also just give if you wish. If you're lazy, if like you wish.
1: people like me, right? Well, okay. you can
2: support me. I got a team. So does the chief. All the chiefs are on there. Got money. So we'll take it. Uh, but yeah, it would be really uh, incredible because uh, any dollar, any donation really goes a long way for us uh, to be able to be there for any survivor who needs help. Excellent. Wonderful. Thank you so much. Thank you. Both of you really raise awareness and it's really incredible you show up every Thank year. Thank you, Jamie. We'll Thank see you. you
1: October 14th out at Ontario Beach Park.